This episode of Dean Bakari's Meaningful Show is brought to you by Flashbooks, where you can get best-selling business and self-improvement book summaries that you can read or listen to in under 20 minutes. To learn more and get started for just a buck today, visit www.getflashnotes.com. Welcome to the Meaningful Show podcast, where every single week we work to bring you an inspiring insight, idea, or interview to help you live better, work better, and be better both in life and in business. Brought to you by MeaningfulHQ.com, we've got one very simple goal here on this show, and that is to help you do more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Dean Bakari, and if you're ready, then I'm ready. So let's get into it. Hey, it's Dean Bakari. Welcome back to the podcast. This is the final episode of 2020. And I just wanted to drop by and share a few ideas for you as we turn the page into the new year, into 2021. It's been a crazy year with COVID and all the other craziness that's been going on around the world and here in the U.S., And wherever you're listening, no doubt it's been a different year, regardless of where you are, what you believe, what your background is, doesn't matter. Everybody knows that 2020 has been a challenge, to say the least. And if you're ready to turn the page and dive into the new year and wipe the slate clean, so to speak, then I'm going to give you a few ideas on how to best do that in the coming year. Now, first and foremost, you know, there's nothing really different that's going to happen when the year changes from 2020 to 2021. But psychologically, you know, we're all on the same page and that it's going to be a new year. And so it's a good time to reassess what your goals are and what your new routines and habits and things that you want to do in the coming year are going to be. So having said that, I'm going to share with you today six ideas on how to set goals and resolutions such that you can actually achieve them in the most successful way possible. And more particularly, more specifically, we're going to go over some common mistakes and how to avoid them while setting goals for the new year. So let's dive right into it. The first mistake that people often make when they're setting goals or resolutions for the new year is that they set too many to begin with. So researchers tell us that the ideal number for setting goals on an annual basis yearly is between 7 to 12. That's what science says because it's manageable. Kind of like, you know, the reason why phone numbers before we all had a laptop in our pockets, before we all had them stored, we had to remember them. And the reason why they're seven digits is because that is the easiest number for the human mind to remember. That's the easiest set of numbers. Any more than that, and it becomes too difficult. So... The ideal number for goals, though, is between 7 to 12 goals. And you want to split those goals up based on the various parts of your life, right? The various dimensions of your life. And the ideal way to do that is to figure out what your roles are 
your different roles in life and then attach goals to those roles. I first learned this from Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where he shares that we should break down our various categories in life, the various parts of our lives into roles, and then set goals for those roles. So, for example, one role might be you as the individual. So this would be a personal development role. More commonly, we've got husband, wife, right, father, son, etc. So I like to add all of those under the umbrella role of family man, right? And then we have other roles, business roles. So for me, that's author, speaker, uh, CEO of Flashbooks, right? So those are some other roles that I have in my life. So jot down the various roles that you have for your life and then attach goals for those roles. Now, a lot of times what folks will do is, and I've been victim to this as well, they'll set, they'll sit down and write down a bunch of different goals for the new year, right? You get excited, you're in the moment, you're like, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to go here, I want to go there, I want to get this, and all this stuff, and we get very excited, but then we have this long list that maybe we'll be pumped about working on for a little while, but then what happens is you look at that list and you've got this deluge of things that you want to do, and the more you add to it, the more the longer that list is, the less those important goals, those priority goals, those goals you really want to achieve, the less they stand out. The more you add, the less likely it is that you're going to achieve them, not only because of the physical capacity of it all, right? We don't have the bandwidth to achieve such an enormous amount of, of goals within a year, but also because your mind, just looking at a long list, say you've got, you know, 50 goals that you want to achieve in a year, it's going to be pretty tough. So unless they're really tiny goals, but for most of us, we've got high ambitions And we want to achieve those ambitions or work on those ambitions. And if you do, select your top seven to 12 of those ambitions, those goals, and set those for the year. And then split them up and break them down into milestones. So that's the first mistake and the way to avoid it. So mistake number one, people set too many goals, way too many goals. The solution here, Obviously, set less. How many? Between 7 to 12, which is is what researchers tell us to set on an annual basis for goals. Mistake number two is that people commonly set goals within their comfort zone. Avoid doing that. Now, there's a caveat here. You want to find your sweet spot. This doesn't mean you don't want you don't want to aim too terribly high such that it's just impossible for you to achieve it, but also you don't want to aim too low within your comfort zone. You want to slowly push the boundaries. You want to imagine your comfort zone as a circle and you're just pushing and pushing and pushing. Each time you push, it widens a little bit. Each time you step outside of that comfort zone, it widens. It, the circumference of it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. 
and you do that little by little, not drastically, and you don't want to stay inside of it either. You want to push it little by little. And the way to do that is to find your sweet spot by doing something, by setting goals that are not too difficult, that they go into the realm of impossibility, but not so easy that it's a breeze to achieve it and you get bored with it. Somewhere in the middle, find that sweet spot. Not too hard, not too, not too easy, but right in the middle. That's number two. Number three, most common mistake that people make. The third most common mistake that people make when they're setting New Year's goals is not setting deadlines for their goals. Now, let's say you've got your top 12 goals that you want to achieve or top 10 or top 7, whatever that number may be for you. What you don't want to do is get to a place where you're looking at this paper that you've got of all these goals that you are so pumped and so excited about at the beginning of the year and now it's December 31st of 2021 and you've barely scratched the surface. I've been there before, you might have been there before, and it's a sucky feeling. It sucks. And one big reason behind that is that we don't attach deadlines to those goals. Meaning, create a deadline, a schedule for when you plan on accomplishing these goals. The specific timing of accomplishment is not as important as actually having a deadline on there. Deadlines create urgency, urgency to accomplish, urgency to achieve. And that will fuel your actions to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. So break it up, set deadlines. You've got that big giant goal that you want to achieve and then break it down into achievable milestones that you can act on towards achieving the ultimate goal. Meaning you've got a big giant goal to run a marathon, for instance, And then you're practicing for that marathon. You're working towards achieving the goal of running your first big marathon. So you're practicing for it. You're developing a training regimen for it. And maybe the first first week, you run so-and-so miles. And then that's one milestone. And the second milestone is to be able to run and double that within the next quarter or three months or whatever it is, right? The idea is to break up that big giant goal into smaller milestones that you can achieve. And that will also give you that additional inspiration, that little extra boost of motivation that you need to continue making progress, to continue moving forward, to keep up the hard work required to achieve that ultimate goal that you have for yourself. And so you line them up, knock them down, but create plans and attach deadlines to those goals. Mistake number four, common mistake that people make is they'll get pumped, they'll write down their goals on New Year's Day, right? And then they'll put that paper in their pocket or file it away and they'll never look at it. So the fourth common mistake that people make when setting New Year's goals is not keeping them visible. Out of sight, out of mind. So create your list of goals and then have them somewhere visible that you can review them on a daily basis, at least once a day, at least once a day, review your goals, scan them, 
look at them really quick, just for a minute. At least once a day, ideally first thing in the morning and last thing before bed. Review those goals. Review those goals. Review those goals. Maybe even create a vision board if you want. Have them written down on an index card so you can carry it around with you all the time. Or have a specific document in your phone where you can, when you're waiting in line somewhere or before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning or whatever, just look at those goals on a daily basis and watch what happens. Watch what happens. Your mind will begin to look for ways for you to accomplish those goals. It's a very powerful thing to have them visible. Your brain loves those subtle signs, that quick review, those little ways to push itself to find and figure out ideas and solutions and plans to help make your goals a reality. So that fourth mistake that people often make when they're setting yearly goals, New Year's resolutions, quote unquote, is not keeping them visible after they set them. So paste them up somewhere big if you can, or put them on a card or both, but just review them on a daily basis and keep them visible. Mistake number five that people make when they're setting goals on a yearly basis, their annual goals, New Year's goals, is not knowing the difference between goals versus resolutions. Now, resolutions are intention-based. They're thematic. They're vague. They're not specific, right? There's no specificity with a resolution. So for instance, exercise more. That's a common resolution that people make. Make more money. That's a common resolution that people make. But that's not specific enough. You want a goal, something that is rooted in an outcome that you can aim for and that is specific. So a goal, a specific goal, for instance, might be to lose 15 pounds of body fat. And that's, that's, that's an example of a goal, right? Another example of a goal is to write a page a day every day or five days a week until you achieve the ultimate goal of writing a book, right? So say your goal is to write a book. How do you get there? You write every single day, at least one page a day, 365 days, that's 365 page book. Boom, that's a book. So specific, specific, specific. The more specific, the better. Now, you may not always achieve that exact specific goal that you've got for yourself, but you'll be a heck of a lot closer than if you just had some vague, fuzzy, fluffy idea of what you want. So that's what you want to do. Not a resolution, not just some theme or intention, but something specific that you can aim at, that you can go for, that you can actually put your brain to work on and your actions will be rooted in something that you know you want, something that you know you got to do. 
Uh, fluffy, the brain does not like fluffy ideals. It likes specific direction. So give it that by setting a specific goal for yourself rather than a vague resolution. You get what I mean? So that is number five. And number six, the sixth most common mistake that people make when they're setting New Year's goals is not having contingency plans for their goals. What's that? So a contingency plan is, say you have the habit goal of exercising every day. I know we're talking about exercise on this on this episode a lot, but I just am for the sake of being consistent with metaphors here, we'll stick with that or analogies rather. So let's say that your goal is to exercise every day, right? Now, if you're traveling, what do you do? How are you going to exercise? You need a contingency plan in place. If so, one other one contingency plan that I have in place is if I don't have time to make my green juice in the morning, so I make green juice every single morning and it's a little time consuming. So what I'll do is as a backup, I've got this green powder. If I'm running low on time, if I'm in a rush, I don't have the time to make my fresh green juice with the juicer. I'll just pour a couple of scoops of this green powder that I have that gives me the same or close amount of nutrition content and I'll slam that and I'll get going. That's a contingency plan. If I can't do this, then I'll do that. And you can do that with everything. You can put that in place with everything. So think about contingency plans. If you run into conflicts or other other scheduling issues or you're in a different context, meaning you're in a different environment and you still got to get your workout in, you figure out a way to do it. That way you don't have any excuses not to stay on track with whatever goals you have in place. So those are the six most common mistakes. Quick review. Mistake number one, Avoid setting too many goals. The idea, based on research, is set 7 to 12 goals. Mistake number two, avoid setting goals that are within your comfort zone. Avoid aiming too high, not too low. Find your sweet spot somewhere right in between. Number three, not setting deadlines for goals. Break your goals up, set deadlines. Number four, not keeping your goals visible. Don't make that mistake by, by, by writing your goals down once a year and then keeping them hidden away somewhere. Write them down, put them in a, on an index card, keep it with you. Review your goals on a daily basis. Number five, mistake number five, is not knowing the difference between goals versus resolutions. You don't want to set resolutions. The reason why so many people, 80 plus percent of people, give up on their resolutions by February is because they're too vague. Set specific goals. Word them as ideal outcomes. What do you want and how are you going to get there? And then finally, number six, not having contingency plans. I hope this has been helpful for you. I know it's been a crazy year. And if you want some more tools for achieving your goals and really powering up your personal development this coming year, I invite you to check out my website at deanbakari.com. We've got a membership platform there. You can sign up and use some of these tools that we've got. 
these downloadable guides, PDFs, different books and audio trainings that I've created for you to help you on this journey. Feel free to come by, check it out. It's deanbakari.com. That's D-E-A-N-B-O-K-H-A-R-I.com. And I just want to send you lots of love and wish you a successful, powerful, passionate, and purposeful new year to come. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or if anything else you've heard on the show has helped you or made an impact on your life in any way, I'd really appreciate it if you showed me a little love with a quick review over on iTunes or on whichever podcast platform you tune into the show on. Every single review helps us reach and inspire more people to live like they give a damn. Listen, if you've got self-help questions of your own that you'd like me to answer live on the podcast, hit me up over at MeaningfulHQ.com. You can submit them over on the contact page, or you can just shoot your questions directly to me at questions at DeanBakari.com. Thanks again so much for subscribing, sharing, and tuning into the show. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's because of you and tens of thousands of other listeners from around the world tuning in every single week, week after week, day after day, that we are able to continue creating content to help you crush it and make an impact in your life and at work. So thank you for being part of this and continuing to share the podcast with your friends, your family, and anyone else you think it could help. Until next time, this is Dean Bakari telling you to go out there every single day and live like you give a damn.